fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. And welcome back to another week of the Badger State Badger State Resistance Podcast. Sorry, folks. Uh, it, I mean, it is a great week. Uh, it's my birthday, uh, and I have a guest with me. We're going to do something a little different today. Um, you know, we're still going to be talking some politics, but we're going to talk about you know something fun, uh, something that people should be doing more of, uh, and that is reading. So uh, today. I have I reached out to a, a, a an author by the name of Dave Jones. Now, what's cool is come to find out, uh, you know, he he grew up in in the the Phoenix Valley metro area, you know, Tempe, Arizona. I grew up in Mesa, Arizona. It's about a 15, 20 minute drive. Uh, so there's 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 some connection, you know, of, of home states. Uh, he's a veteran of the United States Air Force. Uh, Dave, how are we doing today? Ah, doing great. Happy birthday, Justin. Thank you, thank you. So, yeah, sometimes you know, I just like to. I've had I've had another author on a, a while. Oh goodness, uh, over a year ago, um, and he he wrote a book uh, called Black Victim to Black Victor, and and the guy's his story is incredible. Um, and you know, I just every once in a while, I, I just want something different to come onto the podcast somebody you know that that creates you know books whether they're fiction or i mean people need to read um you know i talk about it all the time on the show uh that people need to always be reading the constitution they need to understand their fundamental rights as as an american citizen uh they should be reading books on the history of this country you know the the especially the world wars that we fought and, and so many others and you actually wrote a book and, and this is the the crazy thing is is so we've we have been called conspiracy theorists for so long and people don't realize that just the title of of this first book that you've got uh, coming out is is a very real thing that that America faces, and so so the book is called Guardians of Rockport. That's the series, <clears throat> and then the, this first book is the Collapse. So what I'd like to do is why don't you give me a, just a brief background of of you know who you are, um, you know the, your military. I mean just just a minute or two there. Sure. Uh... I retired, did 20 plus years in the U.S. Air Force. I was a special agent with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, or called OSI. And you may not be familiar with that, but it's basically the, the Air Force version of the NCIS or the Army CID. Okay. So I was a criminal investigator and a counterintelligence officer. Uh, with that, I was a, at one point, I was a team leader of the Air Force's anti terrorism specialty team. So I led a team of about 15 to 20 special agents who just specialized in anti terrorism. We did about eight different deployments in the Middle East. Uh, my final assignment in the Air Force, I was a superintendent of the Air Force Special Investigations Academy in Fort Dix, Detachment okay. 1. I retired in 2011, and I moved to Wisconsin. Uh, like you said, I'm from Arizona. I married a, a Upper Michigan girl okay. uh, in the Air Force. She was a surgical tech of the service. We uh, relocated here in 2011, and uh, I just retired for the second time as the chief of police for the University of Wisconsin Green Bay Police Department. Fantastic. Good stuff. Good stuff. I don't live far from that from that uh, university. It's a beautiful campus. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Well, thank you for your service, uh, at, you know, with the military, you know, your service as a police officer. Um, you know, we definitely live in, in trying times where our police have been uh, ridiculed and undermined by the political left. And uh, we, we need strong leadership. So, but 
what what I want to do now is what what inspired you? What made you decide? Is this your first book that you've ever written? It is. So what made you decide that, you know, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write a book? Uh, basically, uh, it's kind of influenced by my 30-year career of service. Okay. Uh, I've been a, I guess a prepper is kind of a, an odd term, but I've been preparing for this my whole life. I've worked with FEMA. I've, you know, worked all over the world after a major disasters or war or different plights. So as a member of the government for 30 plus years, I know what capabilities we have and what limitations we have. Sure. And because of that, I've been preparing my family for years and my local community. Uh, I now serve as a volunteer firefighter like you did uh, yep. with the town of Harrison. Okay. So the book kind of focuses on what would happen in my community. So it's kind of taken place. Uh, Rockport is a fictional town, supposed to be just south of Appleton. And uh, it's with a bunch of you know, a retired Air Force OSI agent who is a retired trooper. Uh, a volunteer fire has come from the, told from the perspective of a volunteer fire department, if you okay. will. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll definitely. I, I See, I haven't actually gotten a chance to read this yet. I'm really looking forward to it now, especially that you say that, because, again, you know, I served uh, military not not as many years as you, sir. But, <laughs> uh, but I did, I, you know, I did my time in the Marine Corps, and then I, I spent about five years on the uh, – uh, you know the the Howard Fire Department here in Northeast Wisconsin. Uh, loved loved it. Uh, just with new kid and life changes, uh, couldn't continue because uh, Howard is 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 in one of those phases where they're they're ready to be full time. Uh, I just think that things haven't just happened yet for them. But there's some amazing people, uh, and and it's it's it was a great experience. I loved every minute of it. Um, okay, well, beautiful. So so the collapse. Where did you get the idea? So you you say that you you, you kind of just explained it where you're talking about you know you've seen what we're capable of as you know as a country and things that that we're not capable of. What what made you think to to write about the collapse? Is it something that's happening in current times? You know where I do believe in our country we are facing an economic collapse uh, very soon if we don't get some of this inflation stuff taken care of and some of these other issues. I mean it, it's it's getting really bad. What inspired you to go with the the collapse yeah the book's actually uh very relevant to modern times uh it's set not too far in the future where uh, america is in a hyperinflation situation and there's leads to a great ep- economic collapse here in the united states now very weakened our nation at the same time in the book uh we're pulled into wars both in europe like sort of t- like we have right now with russia acting up in europe we're pulled into that war and we're pulled into a war in, in the east with china invading taiwan so okay. we're pulled into both of those wars, and the concept of the book, although it's more in the sequel, uh, all we know in, in the first book is we lose uh, internet. There's we already have the economic collapse, then it's complicated by a major cyber attack. We think from China, basically China. This situation wants to take us out, but they don't want to hit us militarily because they're afraid of a nuclear strike on their homeland. So if they take out a cyber attack, they know we're the most dependent nation in the world. Uh, on our internet, and we'll collapse within our own own selves, and that's kind of where the book takes place. Absolutely, uh, we we definitely. I mean, that, it's all very uh, nonfiction what you speak of there. So, uh, right, you right. know, I mean, Jonathan Wickman, uh, who ran for lieutenant governor. I'm not sure if you are familiar with Jonathan, but he talked about a lot of this kind of stuff throughout the campaign, and and the the economics and and, and how the hyperinflation will will ultimately um, collapse uh, collapse our economy well, and, and everything. So yeah. uh, that's kind of uh, right now with China. From my military experience, I know China. Can do a lot to us right now because their economy is dependent on our economy. Sure. And the worse our economy gets, then they had no no problem attacking us in this fictional book because 
our economy is already collapsing. So then they could keep us out of the war in Taiwan because they can just take out our economy because at that point, their economy wasn't relying on ours because ours had already failed at this point in time. Well, you know, from what you're saying and, and what you're describing to me, this actually, you know, for for folks, I would I would encourage a read like this because again, just because it's it's set into a, a fictional setting, uh, it's really not far from you know becoming reality. So uh, I think that you know understanding and, and prepping, you know, I, I know about all the prepping. I, I, I trust me. Um, you know, gr- growing up in Arizona, I mean, you know this. There's a lot of preppers yeah. in Arizona, so yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and especially out west. You know, I, I mean, goodness, goodness. There's a lot of that stuff, but there's actually a lot of that. I, I worked for FedEx for 11 years uh, here in Wisconsin, and you wouldn't believe the amount of prepping food. Like, I think I delivered 147 boxes of cheese uh, wow, to, yeah. to a prepper. So, uh, but but um, I, I think that. People need to understand the severity in which we are in, and maybe sometimes even reading a book that is fiction could, uh, you know, expand the mind. And again, people need to continue to go back and look. Look at what happened in the '70s with the hyperinflation, you know, and stagflation and all that. And that's something that is really scary to think about. Is is if we start moving into that, uh, and then obviously looking at the way that history continues to repeat itself. We're literally sitting here watching Europe unfold uh, to what could end up becoming another world war. Sadly. Absolutely. So, so, so tell us, tell us about a little bit more about the book. What, what is, what is some of the highlights? What's the, the, the name of the main character in the book? Uh, something that the reader to try to ca- catch some people's attention to order the book, or, or I think you uh, you do have it in stores at Barnes and Noble, correct? Correct beautiful okay, Barnes and Noble Amazon a few other places uh, the book kind of re- the main character is Doug Chapman he uh, is basically the, his situation is very much like my own here he lives in Rockport which I live in Menasha okay. so it's basically the same area uh, he's a uh, retired after he retired from the Air Force OSI like I did he led the anti-terrorism team like I did the character now spent 10 years as a state trooper I thought that was a little more sexy than a chief of police at a sure. campus so he retired from that, and then the world kind of collapses. Society collapses. He's pressed into service again as uh, you know the, the law for his area. So the, the, he, he served as a, a SWAT member with the current Calumet County Sheriff. So the Calumet County Sheriff kind of deputizes him to be the law for the area of Rockport, okay. which is a fictional town south of Appleton. And he, uh, just like me, I went to the fire academy at age 49 years old with my son-in-law as a bonding experience. Okay. So in the book, Doug did the same thing. He's on the Rockport Fire Department with his son-in-law, and they kind of deputize or make the fire department the posse, along with some okay. teachers and medical folks. And now as a, like a outlaw biker organizations, different groups move up from Milwaukee looking for food and resources. They protect the small town of Rockport, Wisconsin. Okay. And and so so this is based, the book is actually based in Wisconsin. Do you use some of the names of the towns like Appleton and and, and in the book? Absolutely. Beautiful. Uh, Appleton, cool. A lot of things, a lot of local stores are mentioned. Uh, a lot of the action, some of the gunfights take place in High Cliff State Park. Okay, okay. So, uh, a lot of local things are referenced. Cool. That's definitely, uh, that's very interesting. It's, it's, it makes it fun, you know, especially for folks that live in northeast Wisconsin. Uh, you'll be able to, you know, imagine yourself being you know at high cliff state park or or in appleton or something yeah no that's definitely cool yeah that was my hope. one of the main characters also is the female firefighter who's a full-time uwgb student okay so i was able to show the perception of you know from a, a retired police officer from a volunteer fire department from a teacher from a student so you kind of see the collapse from all the different perspectives 
the main thing is uh, some some people are givers, some people are takers. So it's kind of rural versus urban situations, but there's certain people that everybody's trying to fight for survival, but certain groups will continue to fight for everyone else, the needy. So the, the volunteer firefighters, the teachers. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, especially again, you know, the, the those those are such influential people within within our communities and people. A lot of they they give up a lot of sacrifices. No, it's definitely cool. I'm excited. Um, I'm definitely excited to to pick my copy up and, and read it. When when can we expect uh, the second book to Guardians of Rockport? I'm working on the second book now, so I'd say probably hopefully by the end of the year. Okay. If you need a, a name of a character, you are welcome to use my name. Hey, I'll do it. <laughs> I will do that. I'll check with you first and let you read it, but uh, I'll definitely do that. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm just joking there, but uh, I mean, yeah. you, you, I mean, I, 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 you know what? Actually, you do, you do whatever you, you, you would like to do. All right. So where, can, where is the best place? Do you have a website that people could go and purchase I do. it directly from you? Uh, yep. Well, not directly from me, but if you go to my website, which is okay. davideldonjones.com, D-A-V-I-D-E-L-D-O-N. J-O-N-E-S dot com. Uh, it's my, my author's website. There's links to the places you can buy the book on there. But it's also a little bit about me. There's a, some photos, and it talks about the career that influenced, influenced the book. Some of my military photos, my prior SWAT photos. Dave, David Eldon Jones? Yes. All right. I'm just going to make sure that that is on the link. And... Okay. And right now, Amazon is the best place to buy it, but they've sold out the paperback twice already. They're waiting on the third shipment to come in, so the book is selling pretty well. Beautiful. Uh, it's, they're saying it's a month out right now, but that's they just give a, a broad timeline. It should be a lot faster than that. But okay. otherwise, you can go to Barnes & Noble stores, and Appleton and Green Bay has it on the shelf under new authors or local authors. Okay. And you can get it from the website, Barnes & Noble, and different. If you Google it, there's plenty of places you can purchase it online. Fantastic. Now, uh are you going to be doing any book signings where people could come out and meet you, uh, you know, talk to you, uh, anything like that? I will. I don't have any plan just yet. The book just came out. Well, tomorrow will be two weeks, so it's okay. still pretty new. But I uh, am hopefully Barnes & Noble, so they try to set something up for me. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, fantastic. Is there anything else? You know, I know this is a shorter podcast, folks, but again, it's my birthday. I want to, I want people to just take a different perspective, you know, take the time to read something, especially, you know, uh, from somebody here locally in Wisconsin. Uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's awesome. Uh, I've actually been seeing friends that are getting it. Jeanette DeShane, who ran for state Senate. Uh, she already has her copy, um, and, and, and others. So it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely cool, and I, and I just again I want something a little bit more positive, especially with everything that's going on. Because tomorrow we're going to be talking about uh, you know Ron DeSantis a little bit, and then we're going to be talking also about um, you know how Martha's Vineyard uh, did not yeah. was not very accepting of the illegal immigrants that they that they beat their yeah. chest you know constantly. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. If, so yeah, weird. Uh, yeah, no, so I, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you know, this is exciting. Uh, I'm sure a very exciting time for you um, and your wife. And uh, hopefully this will become a massive success for you. Uh, like I said, I will be looking. And, and, and how, let me ask you, let me go back to another question. Uh, how many books are you looking at actually trying to go with this series? Well, I guess it depends on how much they sell. So uh, if, uh, if they sell pretty well and from the first weeks looks like, like it is, uh, I I think the genre maybe six or eight to ten books is about what goes for this type of genre. Okay. 
So I have a few other books in the pipe as well that are you know more. They all take place in Wisconsin, but I have a, I'm working on some other books outside of this series. Uh, okay, good. Deal. One book I'm working on now is called uh, the Abduction of Scorpion Six. It goes back to UFOs. About a it takes okay. place in 1955 over Wisconsin. Uh, if you don't know a lot about the OSI, my prior military agency, we were the Men in Black. We're the ones that did the security for Area 51 and that sort okay. of thing. So the first Men in Black were OSI agents in the 1950s. So okay. the situation, uh, it's Project Blue Book was America's investigation into UFOs. So the story takes place in 1955 over Crivets. The, there's a, a UFO sighting. So the Air Force sends a, a Scorpion fighter plane up there to investigate, and the plane goes missing. So they okay. send a, a OSI agent up from Wright-Patterson under Project Blue Book to investigate. So that one's in the works being edited right now as well. It's not part of the Rockport series, but most of my books always are going to take place in Wisconsin and revolve loosely around OSI. It's kind of my niche. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's it's definitely cool. Wisconsin's a beautiful place and has a, so much crazy history here, especially going when you really look back into the 50s, 30s, 20s, all the mobsters and everything. So, yeah, no. Yeah, it talks cool about stuff. a lot of that. That second book is a very – I'm a big history buff. So that one talks a lot about the McCarthy era, John Birch Society is all here, the founding of the Republican Party is all in Wisconsin. Right. So that book covers a a lot of that in 1955 also the same year the u2 spy plane came out and that's the year that area 51 became a thing so we talk a lot about that in the book that's still being edited right now but that's kind of a fun book and i was able to cover a lot of specific wisconsin history that affects national history and a lot of it's come back to today uh yeah definitely 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 all right sir i'm gonna have you hold through the music folks again uh pick up your copy <coughs> excuse me Oh, okay, I had to take a drink. <laughs> Pick up your copy of Guardians of, of Rockport, The Collapse, book one. Uh, make sure to reach out to Dave on Facebook or social media, whatever. Do you, do you just have Facebook or do you have a Twitter, Instagram? I have Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Okay, beautiful. Reach out to him. If you want a signed book, can, can people order a signed book from you? Uh, I'm not really set up for that, but I'm sure if they want one, I can work something out. Beautiful. Fantastic. All right, Dave, hold through the music. Folks, we'll be back here tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Martha's Vineyard and uh, so many other things. Again, I am working on getting Eric uh, Tony to join us on the podcast either this week, next week, or the week after. All right, folks, have a wonderful rest of your day.